0: Hello, and welcome back to Belonging Before Believing, where the voice has changed, but the message remains the same. I'm Patrick Mathers, pastor of Grace Baptist Church in Orville, California, and Sovereign Joy Christian Fellowship in Chico, California. And I'm joined with
1: Nick Roberts, member of Sovereign Joy Christian Fellowship.
0: Oh, you're more than that—so uh, I mean, much the, more.
1: The treasurer. Tre-
0: oh, yeah, the money the man. Mon- the money man. The Judas.
1: Uh, also, uh, also known as a wheezy waiter. Oh, <laughs> a
0: what? A wheezy waiter.
1: Do you have an inhaler? I do have an inhaler. Me I've, too. I have two in my backpack. Do you? Yeah, I keep one that's full and then one that has like a little bit left. Uh huh. In case it runs out, then I have the
0: full one. Oh, yeah. you're clever. I just carry one around and oh. just white knuckle it.
1: <laughs> so what are we? What are we talking about today, uh,
0: Pat? Oh, today. Well, we we settled so far on what is it? What did we say? Science, uh, faith, I, God, the I, Bible, that all that stuff, right? Yeah. Um, so I had a conversation with a fella a few weeks ago, yeah, it must have been a couple weeks ago now, and we, we got to talking, and he is uh, very interested in, um, uh, science, faith, Bible, this kind of stuff, and he actually writes books, and he writes articles, and um, does stuff for some theological uh, fraternities and um, big things like Jets and that kind of thing. Um, so we were talking, and I asked him what were some of the, in his opinion, the most thorny problems um, in science and faith matters. And um, Because it used to be, obviously, evolution would be the, the big one for probably a 100 years or more. Um, but he he didn't even bring that up. Um, in his mind, it's, it's twofold. It's how neurologically um, the chemistry in our brain actually um, does make us do a lot of things and how that neuroscience is saying basically that they're going to be able to determine how everything functions in our brain chemically down the roads at some point. And so he said he felt like that was a thorny problem. And then the other problem was the problem of AI and um, uh, consciousness, if consciousness can actually come, um, be, you know, arise within AI. So I thought those were interesting, um, and I thought they'd be interesting enough, especially to talk about with you. You're probably savvy enough to be able to think about those kind of things as at well.
1: At least at a surface level.
0: Maybe. Well, I Maybe mean, that's little. as far as we're going to probably, probably get. I'm I'm, more probably competent to speak to the neurological one a little bit than I am to the AI one. I know nothing about it. And that was my response to him. Sure. that I, I don't know absolutely anything about it at all. In fact, I've never used chat gpt is that what it's called yeah yeah i've never <laughs> there's <laughs> even, so many tools out there now but that's the big yeah, one yeah, right that's, that's what one. everybody it's uses yeah there so it, it's a big race right everybody's racing to get everybody, the best yeah. one out there yeah. and they're trying to be the google of ai right right and um so i i don't know anything almost nothing i should say about mm-hmm. ai so you know a little bit more mm-hmm. about that mm-hmm. than, than i do but i think the the to get to a little bit um of a basis for these questions and why they're questions at all is because we do believe that God is the one who gave to us consciousness and that part of our consciousness is the image of God so when we look and we see that in Genesis chapter uh, one and two for example that he created man and woman in his own image in his own image he created them that there's something unique and distinct about humanity um, that doesn't exist in the rest of creation, the rest of the animal world. And so we would even, I I think, I'm going to go off a little tangent for half a second, but even if we do find aliens or some other life out there, they're going to be along the lines of the animal kingdom and not along the lines of being created in the image of God. So I totally think there's universe probably full of life but Mm -hmm. it's not full of life in the same way that that earth is because we're creating the image of god so um but back to the the question the consciousness that we have is unique from the rest of the animal kingdom and so this consciousness that we have is um what gives us i i think the problem of well if you can go back and find chemistry going on in the brain that causes you to do things well doesn't that call into question us being different and distinct from uh, the rest of the animal kingdom you got a thought on that
1: yeah so uh, one thing is the two issues you brought up one was consciousness and the ability to i guess predict the behavior of consciousness Mm -hmm. i guess like how consciousness functions in the brain and then the other one was ai and they kind of Kind of touch on the same point. Well, they're both consciousness right, issues, right. Yeah. And they both kind of touch on the same point of can we uh, replicate, and then if we can replicate, we can predict, or if we can predict, then we can replicate, right? And so they kind of go on the same lines of like just being able to create consciousness or manage consciousness. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to the consciousness of an individual, and through what you said, the the perspective of being able to evaluate the electrochemical interactions within the brain as if we could see that and then predict how it behaves you could then predict how people behave right right and And maybe even control them maybe even control especially if you had some sort of neural link thing and then you can (laughs) click things on and off and control how people enter but it's not it's not as if what happens in your brain is in a vacuum by itself, right? It right. has all sorts of external stimuli from your eyes and ears and all your five senses or whatever. And then not only that, just proclivities that we have of thinking, whether we have like a uh, um, uh, high time preference or low time preference, right? Do we want to indulge in things right now? Or do we want to say for the future, like, how, th- there's like these metaphysical, uh, situations that we are confronted with and how one person behaves and how another person behaves. It's almost as if you would need to know the electrochemical dispositions they have to determine which way they would go right
0: Mm. but it's interesting that you brought up the word metaphysical because you're actually speaking above over and above the physical then Mm -hmm. so you're speaking about these proclivities don't derive their origin from chemical reactions electrical impulses in our brain or whatnot that they're something over and above that so that's something that you you're, you're saying probably you can't predict you can't manipulate and um i think that's that's for for me i think there has to be an element of that right there has to be an element of that i'm i'm a spiritual being there is something within me and it isn't just that i'm smarter or more emotionally invested or in, in tune like the rest of the animal kingdom that there's something soulish mm-hmm. about us that um, we, we, we're the ones who believe in life after death, right? right? There's no, you know, animals that, <laughs> that do that as well, even though the Bible will anthropomorphically say they praise God. Right. Um, they just praise God by doing what they were created to do. Um, we do as well. We were created to glorify and worship God, but the fall has marred that and shifted that so that we choose to worship other things, rather than the true and living God. But I but I think we go back to, we, we do choose to do that. We suppress the truth. We willingly do that. And that, in and of itself, implies a, a level of consciousness that is over and above just electrical, you know, firings in the brain or whatnot.
1: One of the, like, uh, qualms that people have with religion is that they see it as a way to explain the unexplainable. Mm-hmm. And so... You can think and kind of just tying this back to something I, I can more relate to or understand is when it came to um, you know you could think pre-industrial revolution, pre-enlightenment, the the way that we would um, medically treat people was just based on whatever sort of mythological or myth that they would have, like bloodletting, <laughs> as if that that would you know yeah. heal them, right? Yeah. And so the religion crystals. Was, <laughs> crystals, that's a good one. Yeah. Religion. Good was, thing we're over that. Oh geez well some people aren't um <laughs> but religion was used as a means to explain the unexplainable and then once science came along then silences science was able to better explain what was happening and lead to a better treatment right mm-hmm. as if religion was the fault of it which you can say in a sense it was um I, I can take that and apply it then to the consciousness we have is and so what the guy was saying was like the big difficulty we have is as Christians is dealing with the continued advancement with mapping the brain, I guess, and our ability to see the consciousness of an in- individual on electrochemical scale the the impetus is that they're trying to get to is the more we understand it, the less soulish we seem, probably yeah right, and yeah. so it's as if If you understand it more and more and more, the less need there is for religion to explain it. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: You know, it's all, you You, don't need religion for this. We got it all sorted. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And
1: and the, and that's kind of like one, one hesitation I have when people try to just apply it to like, oh yeah, well God must've been involved in there. It was like, well, he's involved in everything. So it's not, he's there just because of some unexplainable event. Right. Right. Um, And so I kind of think of the same thing with respect to our consciousness of, well, even if they could predict it or if they could view the electrochemical signals in your brain, like I don't see any reason why we could never get to that point. Right. But how does then that take away from the spiritual aspect of it or does it?
0: Well, I don't think it does. But and and here's how I explained it to this guy and the reason why I don't have a problem uh, or at least I don't have the problem he has. Is that it's an analogy and it's gonna obviously break down somewhere, but I think it's a, a good one, at least for me to, and probably just a common person to get this. And in fact, I have never heard a good, decent answer to this. Um, is that it's, you know, we're, we're talking about like a car, like we can have all the mechanical, every little detail explained about the car, every chemical reaction that takes place in the engine every electrical impulse that goes throughout the entire system We can totally map the whole thing out and know exactly how it does everything it does But we can never explain why did the car go to the cemetery? Why did the car go to the grocery store? Why did the car go to San Francisco instead of Utah? Yeah, you know mm-hmm. the, the why question is the problem that is inevitably gonna just butt up against eventually. I, d- I don't have any doubt that one day we'll be able to map all the chemical everythings and all of the electrical everythings. But that still doesn't take place. That doesn't explain why. Why does it do what it does? Why do we do still what we do? Yeah, this chemical fires and then this takes place. But what happened to make that chemical go? What happened before that? There's something behind that that will always be there that I don't think will ever be explained scientifically.
1: So I, I guess what you're Positing because their their response would be, well, you see something and it sends an electrical signal. Like it's the external stimuli, which is what triggers whatever chain mm-hmm. reaction happens. Right. Yeah. And I guess what you're saying is there are, uh, I guess instances, electrochemical instances in your brain that would probably occur that aren't due to external stimuli.
0: Well, the external stimuli is in the car illustration, me driving the car and I'm the why. Mm-hmm the uh, the external stimulation isn't just the thing going through my eye, it's how I'm interpreting that, so it's how I'm perceiving that, it's how I'm um, working that into my entire worldview, my entire framework, my Mm -hmm. entire all the categories that I have, and so then I act based upon all of that. Those don't come from uh, chemical reactions; those are unique. Have you ever heard
1: of? And I'm I'm just going to be try to. Play Yeah, yeah. Out. Have yeah, you yeah. ever heard of uh uh the analogy was made with respect to pornography mm-hmm. and how people that view it uh develop uh pathways in their brain, right? And yeah. then those pathways become more and more ingrained. And so the Right, like ruts in the road or yeah, like yeah. And so it, it then becomes like, okay, now you have a problem because this is your means to that end and you can't have any other means to that end because that's your highway there. Mm-hmm. And so if like an alternative analogy probably better is uh, if you read your bible every day then you're going to be interpreting whatever you see whatever you're intaking throughout that day through those pathways that have been kind of carved out in scripture in your mind and heart and so that's that is why you see something and it leads you this way and someone who doesn't read the bible would Mm -hmm. see something and lead them a totally different way right yeah so we but that's kind of a chicken it's and the egg. But it's mechanistic. Well, and yeah. it's also chicken and the egg because you're the one reading the Bible right. that's then in informing right. how your brain interprets right. whatever it is. Right. So it's like... W-
0: and even w- though there's a rut, you still can choose to do other. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. You'd, and that that kind of... Le- I was just reading something the other night to the kids about um, uh, the mind is willing, but the flesh is weak mm, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Right. So... Yeah.
0: Um, Spirit is willing. But Spirit the flesh is willing. Is weak. That yeah. sounds better. Yeah.
1: Um, and so, you know, that, and that's why we're supposed to be Pray without ceasing, because our flesh is weak to do those things. Hey, that's my
0: sermon on Sunday. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Um, you're doing Exodus 30.
0: Yeah. Okay. Altar of incense. Nice. Prayers offered up before yeah. the Lord. Anyways. So I,
1: I, I am in my mind. I almost, I, I see the similar uh, issue that we're gonna have, that they would have, scientists would have, with respect to our brain and consciousness. Is, okay. So you do map everything out. All you're gonna be able to do is retroactively look at why things took place the way they did, right? So let's assume you can be like, Oh, well, this led to this and the um, electrical charge in this neuron led to the deviation of the path to go this way, as opposed to that one. It doesn't matter because it's, it would require a huge amount of like digital memory to try to map out the brain, right? That's, that's one issue that they have to, mm-hmm. but even if they but do all happen. that, yeah. yeah. but even if they can accomplish all that, you're still retroactively looking at this caused this, which caused this or was caused by this, and you just kind of keep going backwards until when?
0: Well, yeah, so you're a scientist. Why are you a scientist? Why aren't you a landscaper? Why aren't right. you a forklift operator? Right. Why aren't you a lawyer? What, why? And see, we keep coming, we're going to keep coming back to that question of why, mm-hmm. and the answer can't be purely chemical because there's so many different everythings and everybodys Right so mm-hmm. you're an engineer and I'm a pastor. Why am I a pastor and you're not an engineer? Well, I believe that it's not just I wanted to but that God called me. Right. You know. And There's somewhere along the line you were like, yeah, I want to do and en- engineering interests you. Right. You know, and so I want to make a career out of this, you know. There's
1: probably an infinite amount of variables. It's not an infinite, right? It's not infinity, but it's like it's up there. There's right. a lot of variables. Right. For us to, to control, in order to be able to deterministically say why something occurred. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and I liken it to like the economy, where you we, would, of course, <laughs> I would, because we intentionally are trying to control the economy, and we fail at it. Mm-hmm. And so then, meanwhile, the scientist is like, "Well, we can control our consciousness." It's like,
0: "Okay, bud." Right. I'm sure. Right. They can't. You and can't. Like, it, yeah. it's
1: too many. There's too many things to account for. Right.
0: Right, and and it's and it's uh, for me. That's why it's not a big deal. It's the why question, right? And uh, you know, where somebody was going to you know push back and say, well, you know, why can also be determined. No, it can't. I don't. I don't think it can. Um, And that for me is going to be the thing where I settle. But I. But that's okay. The neurochemical problem that he had, I don't. I don't see Mm. it being as big as sure as uh, as he does and some other people might. But right. the AI one um, is interesting because we're talking about completely um, developing a consciousness from nothing, basically. Mm-hmm. And I don't know enough about it. Um, you know, you hear these... I feel like they got to be urban legends of a computer you know two AIs that started talking their own language and they made up their own language they had to pull the plug on them and <laughs> throw the servers <laughs> into the bay or whatever I don't sure. I don't know I'm yeah. making some of that up but um but I I don't know if any of that's true or not or wh- you know what wh- where how far advanced all that is um so t- Talk me through. Do you know any more than I do so, you do um, I know? I
1: I think there's a lot of FUD mm-hmm. with AI. Mm-hmm. And I have heard a story where there was somebody was trying to get some information from uh, some organization. And they and they couldn't do it. So they tasked AI to do it. And so they, the first thing with AI is AI is not um, a general purpose machine that can do anything that you want. It What I mean is... Need the, specific direction. You need to give it specific direction. Like right. very, very specific. And right. I, I had a, so I've been trying to use AI to do things, right? Uh-huh. I tried to use it to be my personal assistant. Shh, shh,
0: shh. Keep that on the down low, right? Oh okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh for all
0: your your employers listening to this. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. My uh, it's personal. <laughs> I tried to use AI to be my personal assistant. Okay. So I, I have chat GPT on my phone okay. and I'd be like, um, I would just use the microphone, to speak into it and say, add this to my calendar. Right. Or remind me about this tomorrow. Right. And all that stuff. And so every time it would do it. How's that
0: different than Siri?
1: Uh, it is not different. Okay. I'm right. just playing with it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it kept respo- It kept ending every time. like, okay, I'll add that to your calendar. Feel free to tell me of anything else that comes up. And it kept ending with that. But I don't want to read that every single time I say something to it. Yeah. And so I said, stop saying the last sentence after every response to me. And it said, okay, feel free to tell me. And it just <laughs> kept doing it. And I was like, no, 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 no. Keep your response to five words or less. And then I was like, okay, let feel me know. Free what to. You. It's oh, just, like, yeah, oh. just yeah. like, oh my gosh, this yeah. is so obnoxious. And it just, it wouldn't stop doing yeah. it. It couldn't. And so like, because we call it AI, it doesn't, mean it's capable it of makes it mystical right yeah. it makes it like ooh, but it yeah. even couldn't even fulfill like the most simple task that right. I was asking it to do right. so the story that I heard uh, was that this AI was trained to get this information and by like it was very sophisticated in that it had to uh, scour its website and it couldn't scour its website it um, found the number to contact and so then it contacted the per- uh, like a receptionist that was there and got some information and they made a couple contacts got the directory and was able to like call people and pretend to be somebody <laughs> because it, it's an AI and it yeah. has like a real like real, real life voice okay and was able to collect the information for oh. the person so they uh-huh. didn't have to do it and it, it took like a couple of days for it to do its thing or whatever anyways that was a story i heard but it's like uh, the amount of training you have to go through for to put an AI through in order to get that done is it's a lot That's of training, a lot. yeah
0: yeah and so there must be more sophisticated AIs out there than that, right? Some of the big, huge, you know, Google yeah. and whatnot probably have ones that are, are capable of doing that kind of things with less string pulling. <laughs> or, yeah, I um, mean, but AI is always,
1: connecting. AI up until now has always been very focused on one specific task of, mm-hmm. of making that task like, like, a um, simpler. It's facial recognition. Right. So you have like a camera and it's like, Oh, we have AI that does this. And it's like, well, that, but that's all it does. Right. And so ChatGPT, all it was, was AI that can engage with humans a, on a communication level. Yeah. That's all it was. It was just making the computer be able to take in what you say and then respond back with text as well, which was the novel thing that it could do. And what it allows though, is that is for us to integrate AI into our life as opposed to AI be its own thing. AI is still just a tool.
0: Yeah, so there's no consciousness. Right,
1: it still needs to be prompt to respond.
0: Yeah, so um, is, there, is there a conceivable point of time where it has been trained enough, it has been taught enough that it actually is able to do things in a way that we'll look at it and go, oh, this thing is thinking for itself now. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Because yeah.
1: it would almost have to be able to do everything, Right. Like well,
0: I don't have, I can't do everything, no, but I'm conscious. But like, uh, like you could do every, like,
1: it's not that you could do everything all the time, but if if there's something you wanted to do, you could go could, do it. You could do it. Like, yeah. uh, and you could be like, you could be an astronaut, right? Like yeah. you could do anything. Oh, I bad. would. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you could be in the space force.
0: I'm reading uh, Neil Armstrong's bi- autobiography right now, or not autobiography, his biography right now. Yeah. It's so good.
1: Oh. How long is it?
0: Too massive. Oh, jeez. Thousands of pages. Yeah, yeah. It's bigger than my Bible. <laughs> oh
1: my goodness. Um, and so even like I don't know, the the issue of whether or not AI can have consciousness as we see it is it's almost like a uh, category error in my mm-hmm. mind. Like the question assumes a category that it could fit into, and I'm not I'm not sure it can. Okay. All right. Because it has to have volition.
0: Yeah. So then I I'm I'm I maybe I'm not convinced that I understood what this other fella the theologian was saying then um because he was real concerned like this was the big one for him Mm -hmm. um and I I I really don't see it and I didn't see it when he was explaining it to me and I don't see it as you're explaining it to me here right now so maybe there's a a gap in my knowledge but even with that even if some computer does um become conscious then it doesn't necessarily, in my mind, um, take away from the fact that we are still people creating the image of God. I, I don't know how it b- suddenly becomes a thorny theological question. Like, mm-hmm. uh, if this thing can think, does it therefore have a soul? Well, no, it wasn't created in the image of God. Right. It was created by people who are creating the image of God, and it's a, just doing what it does. But simply because it was built and designed by humans doesn't therefore even if it does everything that that we're fearing it's going to do it doesn't all of a sudden become some kind of spiritual eternal being endowed with a soul sure <laughs> as if we can take that place of god which <laughs> scientists really want to it's pure so yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, it almost seems as if uh you would need to differentiate between actual consciousness versus perceived consciousness because yeah. you can create like I can talk to ChatGPT, and it appears to have a consciousness. It responds yeah. like a human, right? Right, but it, right. it's just perceived, right? And so, how do we make that distinction? And right. It, it, if or can we make that distinction? That's a good question.
0: Yeah, that's so many movies, right? Blade Runner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. Dune. You know why Dune has no computers? Like, have you ever noticed that? Uh, Dune has no computers. Yeah, it has. It everything everything is uh, mechanistic. It's not computerized, uh, because yeah. because so. Like ten thousand years before, their AI uprising and they were able to defeat it, and they said no more computers. Oh, and so that's how everything. is that works in one yeah. of the uh,
1: following? Yeah, books yeah, it's yeah.
0: Don't don't read them. Yeah, there's a, the the next one. Do Messiah is good, but the rest oh, of them okay. are oh yeah. Uh, God awful. <laughs> I started, I, I was
1: reading Dune to my kids to bed. Oh. And then, <laughs> I had to, I had to skip a couple times. Yeah. Well, uh, that would have put them to sleep. It did put them to yeah. sleep. Oh, yeah. Oh, for it worked, sure. It worked really well. Yeah. Um, and then I started reading Dune Messiah and then it just got really weird. And yeah. To, yeah. I was yeah.
0: Like, okay, I'm not, I'm not reading this. <laughs> it gets even worse. Yeah. I of Dune. And, and, yeah.
1: Uh, all right. So consciousness yeah. and AI.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We certainly didn't solve the problems, but I don't think there's a bigger problem as a thorny theological question. If if there
1: is interest in AI, Mm -hmm. I do know a podcast called AI Unchained, and I did listen to the first few episodes of it. One of the things with AI that I'm super excited about is um, the ability for everyone to, like uh, our productivity, I see AI is going to lead to a massive explosion of productivity. Kind of like what the industrial revolution did with harnessing energy and whatever. Yeah. Um, AI is going to have a similar effect, I believe. Cool. Yeah. It is going to be wild.
0: Yeah. Um, I hate that there are some people who are having their sermons written by AI. I know that that, that's a thing right now. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe that's what the thorny theological question is, is how can we have these rascals who are letting somebody else write their sermons? But so many people do that. Is already. there? Is there? I mean, yeah. I, I hate those guys.
1: I'm gonna. I'm just. Gonna just Hate's a strong advocate. word. But write your own sermon. What is? Uh, what is the harm in AI writing a sermon?
0: You c- Good question. Okay, so you have not put any of the thought into it, any of the oh, heart into it, true. any of the prayer into it. You have not considered the needs of your people there at that time. There is very little wiggle room for nuance. so I preach at two churches mm-hmm. and I write my own sermons, right? Um, you, you've seen them. they're like, no, no, yeah. you know I just get up there with a few scripture references. and each sermon is the same text with the same points, but a lot of times way different illustrations and applications just because the two churches are so different. Mm-hmm um like joel made the comment he had to ask hey did you tell the pope story over at grace because for me uh, it was funny and i was like no i didn't (laughs) use it over here because it that wouldn't (laughs) apply it over here and i needed to apply other things over here so um but that's why you're you're not um you're you're not feeding your sheep
1: you're you're feeding
0: them processed food
1: Ooh, right nice
0: that's what it is yeah it's a it's a tv dinner I don't think they still have those, but... Oh, they do. It's a Costco frozen meal. (laughs) Not like a... a, You know, it's it's that difference. It's a professional chef with ingredients making you something that's like, you know, wonderful to eat, and his heart is in it, and you can taste it. He poured himself into it versus, you know, the frozen pita pockets that the... At the food max. Yeah, I mean, even uh,
1: the last time we were here, we we're trying to come up with uh podcast names for the new podcast right. that we're right. now just continuing from. Right. And like all the names <laughs> that it gave us were just like, just the worst. The worst. The worst names. The worst. And we're things. like, no, be more creative. Be more like, uh, and it just it couldn't do it. It couldn't do it. No. Yeah. It's not that uh. Spontaneous sort of element of creativity. Okay, yeah.
0: speaking of spontaneous, we're going to spontaneously stop. So okay, hey, um, glad you all listening in, and we're picking this back up. Nick's uh, super duper guy, and <laughs>
1: thanks, Pat. You're pretty swell yourself.
0: <laughs> glad to be doing this with you. So um, you can join us for church. You can join Sunday us mornings. for church Sunday mornings. Yet, go ahead.
1: Oh, at Secret Trail Brewing Company for Sovereign Joy Christian Fellowship. At what time? Ooh, Nine a.m. Nine a.m.
0: I think it's thirteen something Myers Street. One
1: twenty eight Myers Street, I believe.
0: Oh well, there you go. 128. twenty uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm that gonna was double thirteen check something. That. Anyways, on Myers Street there in Chico, um Secret Trail Brewing, we rent out their event room.
1: One thirty two Myers Street.
0: One thirty two Meyer Street. And um then here at Grace Baptist Church is thirty six or forty six thirty six Oro Dam Boulevard East in Orville. Um we meet at 11, so I got to leg it from one church to another Sunday morning real quick to get here and, and do both services, but it works out so far. So yeah, join us for church. Um, love to see you, and just remember that we do believe you belong.